I've just had to teach myself how to do a podcast. After a four month break, I've literally forgotten everything. It's just taken me about an hour to set up the microphone, but hopefully I still remember how to speak. So thank you for joining me. I'm Chloe and this is Confessions of a Personal Trainer. Yay, the podcast is back. So I've actually been meaning to start recording for months, but it's just been such a busy time. And it's one of those things I keep saying, when I get a chance, I'll definitely record an episode. And it's like anything in life. You can say, oh, when I get a chance, I really need to get back to the gym or I really need to do this and need to do that. And the time never comes. So the best time to do it is never, it's never there. It's just something we can always keep putting off. So anyway, I decided I've put it off for long enough. So I'm back. So since I've left, so what happened? I think the last episode was March. And since then, I went to Spain to visit my parents. And then I was back for a week and I went to New York for two weeks. Then I moved house. I changed job and moved to a new gym, did the three peaks. So in that time, I've just had minor midlife crisis and emotional breakdown. But now I'm back. So lots has changed. But change is good and I think a lot of it was needed and I feel like I've had a good period of growth and I'm ready for some change, new direction, new plans so it's all very exciting, I feel like the change has settled and I'm in a good place so this is this is a good time now to be throwing myself back into new challenges. So while I was here there and everywhere I had about six weeks off the gym actually so I didn't train for about six weeks and I wasn't eating the most optimal diet, especially while I was in New York. But I mean, who would go on a diet or who would watch what they eat in New York? It was, In fact, I might have to do a separate episode on New York because there's too much to cover in this episode. But yeah, New York was amazing. And then I drank a lot more alcohol as well than I normally would, especially the whole of April was pretty much a holiday. So I drank nearly every day, I'd say. I maybe had a few days off in April that... I didn't drink, um, but it was a lot more than than what I would normally drink. Basically, I was just out of a typical routine for what felt like a very long time. And I think the hardest part is the aftermath. So the hardest part of having time off is dealing with that mindset change. And a lot of it is the mental impact that it has. So I felt like I'd gained a lot of weight. I felt like my clothes were tight. I felt like I'd got no strength and then I thought because I've had such a long time off the gym what's the point going back would it be easier to just pick something different maybe start a new new hobby or new exercise rather than going back to doing strength training I was almost annoyed about the concept of having to start again after being in such a good routine before April but I think the worst part is the mindset so the reality is I wasn't starting again I didn't have to start something again even though it feels like it so I was just continuing. It wasn't as if I was a complete beginner and had to start again. It's not like I've got an expiry date to work on myself. It's just a lifelong journey and having time off is part of that journey. So that's what I had to keep reminding myself. So fitness update. I am currently working towards a fat loss goal again. This is something I usually do once a year for either holiday or photo shoots or just to feel good in general. And the goal this year, it's pretty much just to feel good. So the goal this year is to work towards the National Fitness Games, which is an event that I'm taking part in this September. And I just want to look and feel good for it. And then I'll be going on holiday afterwards. So again, I just want to feel good while I'm on holiday. 
And disclaimer here, I'm not saying that anybody needs to diet to feel good. I am very much about encouraging people to feel their best at whatever stage they're at. And I would never expect a client to be losing weight if that wasn't a goal for them. And I don't think anybody feels like they should have to lose weight. Having said that, I am still pro-diet. So I am not anti-diet. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a fat loss goal. And as a fitness professional, which I am, I'm a fitness professional, guys. It's my job to help someone who has a fat loss goal. So that's what I do. I help people get results that they want or reach a goal that they want that they've come to me about. So I wouldn't put this goal in their mind. If they've approached me with a goal, I'll help them. And let's not forget that fat loss does have health benefits. Plus, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good. So that, that's my personal goal this year. I want to look good and I want to feel good. So anyway, I am four weeks into a calorie deficit. A whole four weeks. It actually feels like so much longer than that. I feel like it's easier to be kind of off track, whatever off track looks like, than it is to be consistent. So uh, I'm, I'm praising my four weeks. It's been hard. Actually, I'll take that back. It's not been hard. It's just a mindset thing. It's how you look at it. It has been fairly easy because I've not changed a lot. And that's what I'm going to come on to today. I haven't really... The only thing I've changed is the amount of food I consume. But I still eat a lot. I still eat plenty. And I still eat what I want. I'm just monitoring the overall consumption. So it's it's fairly easy. It's just that I've had to have some kind of self-control. And that's the hard bit. But... I'm excited because I'm enjoying the process. I'm seeing results already. I'm four weeks in. So hopefully by the end of another eight weeks, which will take me to the National Fitness Games and then holiday, it'll have been a successful 12 weeks. And the hardest part is always getting started. So now that I'm in a good routine, I'm hoping that the next eight weeks will be easier to stay consistent. And then the hard part is then what comes after that. But (laughs) I'll do another episode in eight weeks about that. So two main pieces of advice I'm going to give today are around how to get back on track and how to change or how to deal with all or nothing thinking, which a lot of people have all or nothing thinking. So I'm going to come to that a bit later on. But first of all, getting back on track. And I think a lot of this is around mindset. So firstly, think about the way you frame this idea of getting back on track. Like, what does that look like? Because a lot of people say, oh, I've gone really off track. But did you actually go off track? Because so many times we don't allow ourselves a break that we we need this break and we deserve a break. And we'll criticise ourselves for not working hard enough because we've got this label of what being on track should look like. So I'm going to throw this in here. Things are never going to be 100% consistent. Even if you think, right, I'm going to have a consistent two weeks In that two weeks, it's very likely you're going to have to work more or stay late at work. You'll have to skip a workout. It's actually very hard to be 100% consistent. And let's say you manage to do a week of being 100% consistent, which is very good. But then what's the likelihood of the next week being 100%? So the reality is we need to embrace an 80% consistency so that we can enjoy the things or appreciate the things that might crop up in between reaching goals. The way I look at getting started again after a break is like this. During the break, I was probably putting in very little effort. So if I wasn't training or making good nutrition choices or I was out for meals every night, drinking alcohol and so on. So that would be putting in little effort towards consistency or accountability or being on track. 
So if I decide to get back on track, any amount of effort that I put in, even if it's 2%, so if I put in 2% more effort, that is better than what I was previously doing. So what I always say to new clients is rather than putting pressure on yourself to go from zero miles per hour to 90 miles per hour and change everything you possibly can, it's much easier to change one thing and be comfortable with that and then change another thing and then keep the small changes coming. So that might be applicable for new people in the gym, but it's the same with coming back after a break. So if you've had, let's say you've had six weeks off, it's easier to come back and face one thing first. So maybe that is to commit to a daily walk. And then in two weeks time, you might then say, okay, I'm gonna go back to the gym and I'm gonna go back to a strength training routine. And then another two weeks time, you might then knuckle down on nutrition choices. By then you've been working hard for six weeks and you've been putting in effort each week and consistently putting in effort rather than trying to change everything all at once and then giving up after one week because it's too much. So doing too much can create this all or nothing thinking. You know, when you're either absolutely on it or you're absolutely not, and I feel like a lot of people do fit into that boundary. They're either committed to the goals and they're working hard or they're not working towards anything. Good news though, you can reduce your all or nothing thinking. So this might be a tricky one to hear, but hear me out. The biggest problem with slipping up isn't the slip up itself, it's your attitude to it. So it's the way you respond to the slip up or to going off track, whatever it is, how you respond to it is bigger than the slip up itself. So for example, here is a scenario with two possible outcomes. So scenario, you're about to go out for a coffee with a friend and you've tracked your food all day. So, so far you've been on track all day. While you're out, you're thinking, shall I have a cake or not? Your friend says, yeah, go on, have a cake. And you tell yourself, you probably shouldn't, but life's all about balance. So yep, I'll have the cake. Then afterwards you realize it was a 350 calorie cake. So as you're driving home, you think about how hungry you are because you didn't have lunch. All you've had was that cake, but it was a 350 calorie cake and it's not filled you up. So outcome one, you might think, okay, I didn't plan to eat that cake, but it tasted good. I'm pretty hungry now. So I need something with some volume, something filling, something that's going to satisfy me. So I'm going to go home and cook something nice, big, healthy, and I'll enjoy the rest of my day. Okay. Outcome two, you think, F it. I'm starving. I need something quick. I've already had that cake, which I didn't plan. So I may as well stop off later, get a pizza for dinner then I'll order some ice cream because I probably won't treat myself again after today because I'm gonna need to be good again. So let's just count today as a day off and I'll do what I want. Now you might see yourself fitting into both of those outcomes. And I think I can be both of those outcomes as well. Some days I might have a cake and that can throw me off track. And then I think, oh, you know, I really need to make a conscious effort to have something satisfying now, or have something nutritious, something that my body needs. There might be days when I think, well, you know what? I have had that cake already and I'm gonna have another piece or I'm gonna have a pizza or whatever. And I think it's completely normal to have different days like that. It is just how we respond to it. So it isn't that the people who are getting good results, it's not that they will always be 100% perfect and they never slip up and they're always committed, they're always consistent. It's not that, you'll probably find they do have slip ups and they're not consistent all the time, but they will continue to be consistent the next day or the following week. And it's not that one bad day or one slip up would then lead to 
another bad day or a week or a month or so on and it's it's being aware of how you respond to situations so that they can arise again in the future because let's face it we can't avoid a weekend it's going to come again next week and we've always got birthdays we've got occasions we've got holidays there's always something happening and we shouldn't have to run away from these events or these social situations it's all about seeing how our life fits around those social occasions so next time you go off track or you slip up or you feel a bit annoyed with yourself maybe just bring it back to the moment and think okay someone who gets results what is it that they do because someone who is getting results would look at the situation and say okay well I've messed up today but it is what it is and tomorrow I will get back to it and continue as normal and then a person who might not be getting the results might think oh well I can't stick to it for, t- for today so I'm not going to stick to it tomorrow which means I may as well just give up so it is all about how we approach the situation and one of my favorite analogies which I think I've said on every single episode I've ever released is that if you've got a flat tire you wouldn't slash the other three tires of your car and it's the same thing just because there's one tiny mistake or one tiny error you don't need to give up everything and these little mindset tips and reminders are really good at keeping me on track so I find it quite difficult trying to be in a calorie deficit just because I'm on the move all the time and I am fairly hungry most days so I get up early and I work late and then I'm on my feet a lot and I find it sometimes you know I get home from from work in an evening and I'm really really hungry and it's then that I think okay I'm finally sat down and this is what a lot of parents would say actually as well so a lot of my clients who are parents when their kids go to bed that is then their time to sit and be with their own thoughts or enjoy some peace and that's when they then start to snack and that's similar to me so that is when I will sit down I'll switch off I've been I've gone from loud music all day and I'm speaking to everyone and I'm encouraging people and cheering and filming their pbs and all sorts to all of a sudden then being at home sitting in in quiet and then I think I'm hungry and then sometimes I'd have to question okay am I actually hungry a lot of the time it is yes because it might have been a long period of time that I've not eaten so I try and make sure that all of my meals are filling so all of them contain fats protein carbs loads of veg and then I'm not likely to snack as much afterwards so I know for me what it is that I need I know what helps me and I know what doesn't help me and that's just from years of getting to know myself really and getting to know my triggers getting to know what works and what doesn't and then I can be aware of that then in future so it's not that I am perfectly on track it's just that I'm able to keep myself at a steady consistent pace and then that not only is that easier to stick to for longer term it's just more simple and that's what we need because as humans we overcomplicate everything and things don't need to be complicated because the more simple it is the more likely you are to adhere to it which means consistency will be more manageable and then there comes your results so someone who is making good results don't question what it is that they're doing and if you want some good results strip it back go back to the basics create small daily actions and just keep repeating them and that's it there's your consistency okay i'm gonna leave it there for today i'm gonna ease myself back in with a short one and get some more content out soon if i remember how to actually upload it 
that's going to be my next mission now. I've got to try and edit this and upload it. Although to be fair, I think I can just upload this one straight away because usually I have to edit loads and loads of pauses and laughter when I've laughed at myself. But I think I've just rambled on, so <laughs> it's going to be fine. Thanks for tuning back in to season two. Would it be season two or series two? I feel like someone needs to help me out with that because I'm going to call it series two. But is it season or is that just like Netflix stuff? I don't know. That's a serious question. So someone help me out. But let's go with series two. Might change it the next episode. And I am excited to get some more content out. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back for the next episode.